Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hello and welcome back to the post-production podcast. My name's Rachel. And my name's Gary. And welcome back to the show. It is a day. Uh-huh. It, it's finals week, so... Oh, yeah. I for you. <laughs> have no will to live. I've, I've had quite a week. How was your production week? You know, it's been. Uh-huh. I've survived. Well, Thanksgiving was last week, so we didn't really do much, I don't think. I was going to say, like, I took a break over Thanksgiving, and then this week I've just been focusing on finals. But boy, the day I left for Thanksgiving break... I think I squeezed in a production to-do list of probably three days worth of work into the span of six hours. Never do that. And I was like, this is fine. And then I almost died. But you didn't. (laughs) Yeah, I've just been the usual stuff with work, testing things, programming a little bit here and there. Not all of our equipment is in yet because it's a new building. I unwrapped some cool equipment that will probably be most useful for gaming because it's all these little they're called turrets uh they're about like two feet tall and it has a camera and a ring light and a microphone all attached to it and you just plug it into your computer and record with whatever software you have on your computer so i got to unwrap those and test them and that was fun so what you're saying is you're a gamer girl now i am not I'm saying it only makes sense for gaming because there's this weird little knob where you can adjust the mix so you can adjust whether you hear the PC more or the microphone more, which is a little weird. Hmm. And the only reason I can see that being a necessity is for gaming when you want the computer noise to be kind of in the background but also in the same video or if you just want to show the right the stuff that's happening on the computer but mute your voice. Yes. On the bright side, though... No matter what kind of week we've had, we, after almost 11 full months podcasting, have hit, drumroll please, 50 subscribers or followers or whatever on Spotify. Spotify. And it was literally perfectly timed because this week was the week that Spotify Wrapped came out for everyone. Yes, and a few people, we were in their top five list of the most listened to podcasts a few, uh, there there were there was at least one that was number one that we know of number two on my list i am ashamed oh uh, you should be i don't know the spotify rap stuff is sometimes surprising often completely humiliating <laughs> yeah fair enough anyways so if we appeared on your spotify wrapped this year please post and tag us because it is literally yes. the coolest thing ever and we love connecting with y'all. At Carrie underscore Jones and at Rachel H and H. Ah, yes. The classic subtle, not so subtle Instagram plug. And the great thing about our podcast is you can listen to it wherever you are, no matter the location, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Locations and traveling for productions. That transition made me want to die. We're good at this. It's fine. We're so popular. Yes. Have you seen our Vine episode? Seen. Have you heard our Vine episode? Oh my goodness. You guys, I'm sorry. I know we're transitioning into the episode topic, but 
If you did not listen to last week's episode about Vine, I listened to it for the second or third time today, and I was laughing so hard, and I am the person who made the freaking episode. So either I think too highly of my own humor, or y'all are really missing out. I mean, we definitely do think too highly of our own humor, but you know. Most definitely. Anyway, so locations. I think the main tie-in that locations have to production is location scouting because when you film something that's not just on set in a studio you have to find just the right place with the right vibe and everything to do the shoot and often that takes a lot of thinking and a lot of communication with whoever owns the place if that's part of it yeah but honestly i think it's kind of fun because I, I can't tell you how many times I've like driven through somewhere or walked around somewhere like, oh, this would be a really cool place to shoot. I don't know, like a, a spy or like a horror movie or like a, a do like a, a band photo shoot or whatever. I don't know. It, it all depends on the the aesthetic and the, the feel of the, the movie. And yeah, that kind of means the same thing. But you, you get the idea. Do you have any experience location scouting and stuff? Because I've done a little bit, but not a whole lot. I have not done a ton of location scouting. I've done very basic location scouting where I've gone to a location like five minutes from me and been like, yeah, this will work for my project that I'm trying to do. But I think that's the extent of my location scouting. Yeah. For instance, freshman year when we were in that beginning video class, our final project was to shoot a commercial for a local business. So I Mm -hmm. went and scouted out a local coffee shop and talked to them about filming there and stuff. And then I went back later with all of my equipment and my actors, et cetera, and did the commercial itself. Yeah, and I think with that kind of thing, especially if you're interviewing somebody, you need to place them in front of some kind of background that really shows their work or just the the environment that they work in kind of exemplifies what they're talking about. So if you watch documentary about, uh, let's say, a neuroscientist, you know, just <laughs> pulling that out of thin air, because, not because I, I'm low-key obsessed with neuroscience, but anyway, if you see... Uh, <laughs> documentary about brains like there there'll be an interview of a neuroscientist and maybe there will be brain scans behind them and like on the computers and stuff you, like you get the idea and for like behind the scenes clips or documentaries often they'll do the interviews on set and just have the actors sitting in their chair with their character's most iconic location behind them you know mm-hmm. or like they'll have the uh the animators sit in front of their computers or like, or like have their computers behind them or a choreographer in the gym or something like that, you know? Yeah. So just making sure the environment really matches what the person is talking about and kind of fits the the theme of whatever project you're working on. That's more documentaries, though, mm-hmm. not scripted stuff. I feel like more of the travel I've done to get shots has actually been for B-roll than it's been for the primary content of the shoot. So, for instance, if I've shot interviews or clips for like a news stream or something like that usually the topic of the interview or stream will come to set Mm -hmm. so like we'll set up the interview set up in the studio or in our podcasting suite or whatever and we'll shoot the primary content there but then we'll travel elsewhere to shoot the b-roll like we'll travel to a polling station to get b-roll for a news story about polling Or recently I shot a project that was an interview with a missionary couple about their life story and their testimony and stuff. 
So then I, of course, decided just to save myself some work that I would drive a five-hour round trip to go get drone shots and scenic B-roll at this huge cliff thing. Instead of making this easy for myself and just using basic B-roll, I'm going to drive this ridiculous trip in one day just to go get extra dramatic scenic B-roll for this missionary interview. Yeah, get, getting B-roll is hard, actually. Sometimes, yeah. well, sometimes it's not, but like you, you got to really think about what matters, like what makes sense for me to shoot B-roll of. So like if somebody's talking about brains, it doesn't make sense to to include a shot of the feral cat outside the doctor's office, you know, <laughs> like you've got to maybe go into the neuroscientist's lab and get some shots of them working on a brain or mm-hmm. some of their tools, you know, some of the equipment and stuff, just, you know, finding little things that really add to the context of of the show. This is just a documentary making class with the post-production podcast. Yeah, clearly you have neuroscience on the brain. <laughs> I do. But um, yeah, neuroscience in the brain. Insane in the membrane. As far as like scripted stuff, you got to really think about the story and where these characters are located and how they're situated in the location. And so you, you sometimes you have to make the location out of whatever it is that you have. Like there was that time we made a whole cafe out of the dorm room basement little kitchen area. Yeah. It it had a table that kind of looked like it came from a small town restaurant or whatever with like benches and everything. Yeah. Very diner style little booth Mm -hmm. thing tucked in the corner of a dorm lounge. We took that and then for the uh, reverse shot, I, I played the waitress, so I we just turned me around and had that same table in the background. <laughs> so it kind of looked like a, a restaurant, kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we stacked two coffee tables, footstools, whatever, on top of each other to look like a, a greeting counter, like that little area. And they were not stacked securely either. They were not. I don't know if that even worked. I think it very clearly looked like two tables stacked on top of each other. Well, I think we cut the second table out of the shot yeah and it looked fine but we needed something tall enough and we didn't have anything tall enough so we just grabbed two little two little small table things and there you go yeah no and i remember i left a camera on top of that contraption and then someone walked by and like leaned on it a little and they the tables started to shift because they were not stacked securely and i was like ah so I carried the camera yeah. for the rest of the shoot. Time stopped. Time stops. Oh my. Throwback. I, I listened to our, our theater, our very first episode about theater the other day. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> We've wow. improved. Throwback. Uh, I think that's one of our most listened to episodes, which is well, Yeah, because that's one you start with. Right. Yeah. It's like the first episode. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, no, we've made so many better episodes since then yeah but if you start with the worst one then you get to watch us grow that's and true improve and keep up with all the weird inside jokes Squawk? But ha- by the way how's big bill um big bill is well i think he's probably a little lonely because he oh, stayed he in the closet get left in the closet for winter Aww. break so all eight of us left big bill alone in the closet for two months oh i know we are just we are terrible housemates to him and yet he remaineth Thick. As always. Anyways, for context, check out our meme episode. Hint, hint. (laughs) I think another way locations are related to production is through tours. 
you've done a lot of choir tours and such. I mean, nothing drastic by any means, but also like big famous singers have their tours and those are very production heavy. I was just like just an hour ago talking with a friend of mine about like she went to a Taylor Swift concert, her reputation tour, and she works in technology too. And she was like, I just can't imagine how they are (laughs) getting all these monitors to play the right cue while they're changing position. And like, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. And apparently at one venue that she was working another thing, she was talking to the security guard and the security guard said the biggest production, just as far as like truckloads and pieces we've ever had was Taylor Swift. Yeah. Because she has like 50, 70, whatever semis full of equipment. So like stage pieces and, Mm you know, audio consoles, lighting consoles, all sorts of things and the lights and the speakers and everything. So it's... It's crazy. Like, I can't even imagine (laughs) working that big of a production. Yeah, I watched the Reputation concert film thing that was on Netflix. I haven't watched it. Oh, I had a very similar reaction. Like, I I watched it and just, like, the sheer amount of equipment and props and moving Mm -hmm. pieces in that production, I was in awe. Like, it, it, it was a crazy good concert, don't get me wrong, but I think... Almost more impressive than the music or the dancing by far was the tech. Yeah, just high, high production value. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like, I can't imagine just spending months and months and months on the road. Yeah. With 52 semis (laughs) trailing behind you. Yeah, and funnily enough, acapella, I think, is the area that I've had the most event tech slash tour slash concert experience in. Because when I was in high school, I was in a competitive acapella group, so... Nerd! I know, I know. I say that, and I was in a competitive speech group, so whatever. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) I think working with that acapella group was when I had the most experience traveling for any form of production, because we traveled to record our albums. Like we, We traveled up to a studio in Denver every year, and then for our competitions and concerts and master classes and stuff we went and hung out in weird places like Dayton and Memphis and New York City and that was I think the majority of my event technology and music tour type travel so as I mentioned I in high school was a competitive public speaker <laughs> and we traveled a lot for tournaments it's like the first four months were limited to our region which was texas and oklahoma Ew. and so we traveled kind of between the two like we would go to uh we never went to tulsa we went to oklahoma city and surrounding areas and then like areas around dallas austin i qualified for the national tournament two years in a row and the first year it was just in oklahoma so it wasn't any different but the last year my senior year it was in minnesota which i had never gone that far north before We drove up there, took two days, and somehow we went all the way from Texas to Iowa in the first day. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was like 10 or 11 hours. Uh, Stayed in this really sketchy town, uh, Osceola. It's on the map, but it's not big. Yeah, I think we went to the Walmart there and every single person was the most stereotypical looking redneck (laughs) ever. (laughs) Yeah, and the, and the hotel smelled weird. You know, just little things like that. Good times. Yeah, and then we went up to St. Paul the next day. And we were there for, 
I think like the whole week. The national tournament is way longer than the other ones. But that was that was wild because I'd never been that far north before. So the sun didn't set until like 10 p.m. Went <laughs> in the summer up north. And I, I don't know. It's just it's different. Every state has its own culture, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting seeing all the different American subcultures. <laughs> Minnesota, you, you really stand out in a Walmart seeing someone you know and saying, Hi, y'all! How y'all doing? Right. <laughs> very loudly in the checkout. Ah, uh, Minnesota. It's very pretty, though. Yeah, I remember how, I, how weird I felt when we traveled to Memphis for our national competition a few years in a row. And we did the same thing, like, we were usually there for a long time, like four days or something, which for us was a long time because normally we would fly somewhere, be there for like maybe two nights and then fly back and go to school the next morning, which was very tiring all the time. It was great for my mm-hmm. social media, but I was a very tired individual. <laughs> you still are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you never recovered. Nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> You're the same person you were in high school. Oh my gosh. That's me. <laughs> Stayed the exact same as I am in high school, except, you know, I chopped my hair off and then dyed it brown. Other than that, the exact same person. (laughs) With that said, though, when I was in Memphis, people everywhere kept asking me where I was from. And I was like, because I don't think I have an accent. I don't think you do either. And I was from Colorado at the time. Like, I Oh, there it was. Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. No one says that. Everyone says that. Not where I'm from. What do you guys say? Colorado. Absolutely not. Colorado. Nope. Nevada. You mean Nevada? Nevada. (laughs) (laughs) Nevada. Colorado. Um, geez. Is there there another one people... uh, Texas? It's not Texas. It's Texas. That is my least favorite way... That is... It is not... It's awful. There's no Z on the end of it. It's not Texas. It's Texas. It's Texas. Absolutely not. Texas. Well, see, this explains a few things because when I was in Memphis, everywhere I went, people asked me where I was from. The people at the concerts we were at and the people in downtown Memphis where we went for lunch, they were always like, so where are you from? Like, you are you do not sound like you're from around here. And I was always like, oh, I'm from Colorado. And they were like, you're from where? Colorado. Where? Like <laughs> Colorado. Let me speak your language. <laughs> Apparently I don't speak English, which honestly Colorado. I would not be surprised at this point in finals week. I do not feel literate. Colorado. That is ridiculous. Colorado? Texas? It, I, I hate that hard S when people really emphasis the Texas. No, 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 no. Texas. 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 You sound like you're saying taxes. Yeah, I went to go file my Texas. Yeah, like that's why we joke about it all the time. Like Texas and taxes. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. It's Texas. Okay, how do you pronounce the word P-E-C-A-N? Pecan? Okay, good. We can still be friends. It's not pecan. No. Because that is... Typically a jar full of urine. Yep. Pecan. What what are what are some other words that people from different states mispronounce? Hey, listener, if there if there are words you know that people from different parts of the US pronounce differently, just let oh, us know and we can What do you call something in a can? You're gonna have to be more specific than that. What do you call a the carbonated contents. drink in a can? Soda. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I never understood pop. 
Like, I may get it because bubbles, you know, pop. Right. Or soda pop is the worst one. I was going to say, a lot of people I've met from the South especially just call every carbonated drink in a can Coke. And it drives me crazy. It's not I hate Coke, that too. It's Sprite or Mr. Pib yeah. or whatever Pib. the heck you're drinking. But do not call it Coke unless it has Coke trademark on it. Yeah, Mr. Pib is like the knockoff version of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, Dr. Pepper is notorious in Texas because it's based there. Oh, really? Yeah, it was founded in Texas. in Texas. My grandma was the secretary of Dr. Pepper, I think. Wow. For a while. Yeah, and my dad mowed their lawns as like a summer job. <laughs> wow, what a connection. Deep Dr. Pepper roots in my family. Clearly. Yeah, or like, okay, you know how Walmart is in Arkansas? Yeah. Dr. Pepper is that but in Texas. Understood. It's everywhere. Yes. Like, you know how Walmart sponsors everything up here? It's all, everything is sponsored by Dr. Pepper. See, I figured that would be Bluebell ice cream, but I guess not. Bluebell is also based in Texas. Texas? Texas. We had a few tournaments over in Brenham, Texas, which is where the Bluebell headquarters is, but tournaments lasted all day, like from early in the morning to late at night, and then... It was done late at night on Saturday, and then Sunday was usually when we would travel back. But like every once in a while, we would try to gather up some people and do something fun that's like a a touristy thing in whatever town we're in. But Sunday, it's really hard to do that because everything is closed. And so we never went to Bluebell because it was always closed by the time we had time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, Bluebell doesn't have quite as big of a presence, at least not in the Dallas area. Hmm. Yeah, I remember... That was always the hardest part about traveling a lot for production and concert stuff, especially because event tech runs the weirdest hours of the day. Mm -hmm. We would be up crazy late and then be up super early the next morning for sound check or something. And we would just always have these super whack schedules. So, you know, we came back from New York City one year and everyone was like, wow, like you guys spent like five days in New York City? Like, what are all the touristy things you did? And I was like, well, um, yeah. we saw a Broadway show, but other than that, we were very busy doing not touristy things. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I've been very cool places to do cool things, just none of them are the normal things you do. Like, haven't been to the Statue of Liberty or anything. So so do you always say you're from Colorado just because that's where you've lived the longest? no. I don't know what I say. I don't really say anything. Like when I went to college, I just said I was from DC because that's where my family lived and that's where I had lived for a year before I went to college. So I was like, yeah, I'm from DC. So I don't really consider myself from Texas at all because I- It's Texas. That's how we know you're not from Yeah, exactly. I'm like, was I here for quarantine? Yes, but that is the extent of the time that I've spent in Texas- Yeah, well, and you've moved around a lot your whole life, so you're not really from any particular one place. You're from the United States of America. Yeah, I usually just, like, am jokingly like, oh, I'm from everywhere, and then if they ask for more clarification, I'm like, oh, I'm a military kid, so my family lives here, and I live there, and... Yeah, I've mostly lived in the same area my whole life, so nothing too exciting. It's always been the South, not the obnoxious South, just like the... the kind of South. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's different closer to big cities, and Dallas is one of like the big cities in the South. It's a little less hurdy hur. We are yeehaw. <laughs> yeah, hurdy hur. We ride our tractors to school and come to my farm and take a look at my horses. Like, like I did know 
people who would like invite us to their barn and teach us about horses and let us ride them and stuff. But it, it was nothing too extreme. Like there's Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, and Houston, and everywhere else. All those those middle of nowhere places. Texas is huge. Most people live around those four cities. Hmm. Everywhere else, that is where you find the stereotype. Right. Those cowboy wearing, straw chewing cowboys. Cowboy wearing? Cowboy hat wearing, straw chewing cowboys. Cow boot wearing. What are they called? Cowboy boots. Cowboy boots. <laughs> Cow boots. Horseshoes. Because yeah, we, we toured Texas my freshman year with our school's like choir thing. So that has less to do with production. But it does have to do with Texas, which is why I bring it up. <laughs> we went to Dallas, Frisco, Waco, and Austin. And I think the most- Dallas and Frisco are basically the same thing. I was going to say, Dallas and Frisco were very urban. Yeah. Austin was pretty urban, but also definitely weird. Oh, yeah. Like, it was- Austin had some crunk vibes. <laughs> yeah. And then Waco, I think, was the most yeehaw place we went in Texas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where Baylor is. Mm-hmm. Baylor and Magnolia. And yep. that's basically the, the two landmarks in Waco and then everybody else is... And that's it. Yeah. Isn't the right sound effect, but you get you get the idea. It's the... <laughs> right. So what, what about outside the U.S.? What places have you been? I know you had like an internship or something over the summer where you went to Mexico every week, right? Yeah, that was a party. Yeah, so over the summer I worked... You know, in Mexico, as one does. Uh. By that, I mean I, I split my time between the U.S. and Mexico for my job. That had some elements of location scouting, too, because especially as we were building and running sort of like virtual campaign things for our social media, we as the communication team had to go down and look around in the Mexican city to find places that would work for the campaigns we needed to do. Mm -hmm. So like there was this one week where we wanted to run like a, a real time virtual version of the project that was going on in Mexico. So we had to go down there and determine like where was the best place that we could get Wi-Fi to do live streams, but also have access to power so that we could edit videos. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I think that was the hardest I've ever worked in my life while I traveled because we would cross the border every morning and drive out to the site. And then we'd be there for probably 10 hours all day. We'd be like working literally on site, like editing photos and videos and shooting more content and writing things. And then we'd go back at night, edit a ton, post more, schedule more, and then do it all again the next day. I thought I was going to die. I drank so much Red Bull. <laughs> okay. So, so you've, you've kind of grown up everywhere in all kinds of different towns. From boring Nebraska to Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. And so I, I've lived in Texas small towns, but not that small. Like, not stereotypical small, but like big enough it can handle itself, but not so big that it melts into the bigger city. Like, the difference between Frisco and Dallas is very slim. Mm -hmm. They're basically the same place. So let's see what the differences are in our accents with 60 words people pronounce differently across America. B-E-E-N. Ben. Ben, yeah. Well, okay, I got schooled in this the other day by my voice teacher. She said that the American vernacular says it all, like closer to B-I-N than they say it to B-E-N. Mm -hmm. 
And I say it very, it's a very open eh for me, Ben. No, I, yeah, see, I just say Ben. Yeah, and I, I like, think I've you're been... closer to the I than the E. Yeah, because Ben is like a name. Yeah, no, see, for me, it's like very contextual. So if I yell at a person and I'm like, hey, Ben, then it's obviously a name. But if I say, yeah, I was Ben hiking the other day, like that, that's clearly <laughs> B-E-E-N. Picture. Picture? I think, yes. I, I didn't even know. How else would you say it? Okay, for some Americans, it sounds more like pitcher. Oh, yeah, okay. no. O-I-L. Oil. Oil, yes. So in the South, a lot of people pronounce it ol. Yeah. B-A-G. Bag. Bag. Not big. Yeah. Although, let it be known, I do not say bagel. It is a bagel with cream cheese, darn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I forget that that's, people actually say bagel i didn't even know like i thought that was a joke i did and too then i saw a tiktok this morning of some chick who was like so i really like these wheat bagels from aldi and i was like excuse bagel? me uh, uh, what did she say <laughs> so it is a bagel in a bag and i just needed to put that out there iron iron i don't i don't say it like Iron or I, iron, iron, iron. Oh no. Yep. Iron, iron. Oh boy. C A R A M E L. What? <laughs> Caramel or caramel? Oh, you said L. I was like, what is a caramio? <laughs> <laughs> it's caramel. Yeah. I say caramel now, but I used to say caramel all the time when I was a kid. No, 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 no. Car oh, I, I do say, I say caramel macchiato sometimes. Like when I'm ordering like a caramel flavored something. <laughs> if, if I'm just talking about it by itself, it's caramel. But if it's a flavor, it's caramel. Like that's kind of how my brain does it. I don't know why. Right. But yeah, down south, it's, it's caramel. Syrup. Syrup. <laughs> Syrup. 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 Absolutely not. Like, rhymes with, rhymes with stirrup. You mean a stirrup? No, just kidding. No. I just want to say, thank God we both have the base American plain boring accent. Like, we're not accented specifically to where we're from. Like, nobody yeah. can tell exactly where we're from. I mean, I guess it kind of depends on what you say, which is the point of all this. Yeah, I think I confuse people because, especially, like, listening to, like, home videos of me growing up, I sounded very East Coast because I lived on the East Coast for a lot of my <laughs> formative years. Pajamas? Absolutely not, ma'am. It is pajamas. Nevada, Colorado, pajamas. Pajamas. Oh, my pajamas. goodness. Guys, this is the final episode of Post Productive <laughs> Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for the last year. It is not. What about Caribbean? Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I switch between the two because it's always Pirates of the Caribbean. But if I'm talking about the Caribbean islands, I just say Caribbean. Oh, like the Caribbean Sea. No, Caribbean I say like, like, a, a cruise on the Caribbean. Yeah, that is interesting. I guess it, like now that I'm saying it out loud, it absolutely does not sound correct. But it's how I say yeah, it. Yeah, this is really making me think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. under pressure, it's like, am I doing this under right? Under pressure. Yeah, that, that is a good point. Caribbean oh, cruise oh. and Pirates of the Caribbean. Like that's where I say Caribbean, but everywhere else I say Caribbean. Aka the culturally appropriated versions. Yeah. yeah, liar. Did you say liar? Lawyer. Oh, L A W Y E R. Lawyer. Wait, no, is ha huh, ha huh, is that how you say that? Word? 
Yes. Law lawyer. It's a lawyer. Better than that, it's an attorney. It, well, yeah, attorney, but also Who the it's crap says lawyer. lawyer? I do. Oh my goodness. It's lawyer. That's how you pronounce it. Lawyer. No. Lawyer. <laughs> like 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 loiter, but with a Y. Why though? Lawyer. I, That's I how it's know. pronounced. An attorney at law. A-U-N-T. Aunt. Aunt, yes. I thought you were about to hit me with some some pajama aunt action. No. Nope. It is aunt in pajamas. Yeah, this one even has a U in it. It's aunt. The more I say these words out loud, the more I feel like I'm not speaking English anymore. Grocery. Grocery, yeah. Did you say- I know some people who say groceries. How, how many syllables was that? Grocery? It's three. Grocery. It's two. What? It's two for me. You, grocery. Go, sh- go to the grocery. Uh, I can't even say grocery. Grocery? Like, no, it's. Yeah. I go grocery shopping. <laughs> See, that just sounds dumb. No, it's grocery. <laughs> like, that's literally how you spell <laughs> it, Kiriana. <laughs> yeah, like lawyer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> grocery. Yeah, grocery just sounds really. Yeah, like. Pretentious. I go grocery <laughs> shopping. It's. Mirror. Mirror? Mm hmm. Mirror. You said mirror. Yeah, mirror. Mirror? <laughs> <laughs> One syllable, mirror. No, it's two, mirror. <laughs> mirror. Oh, jeez. Mischievous. Mischievous? There's not even an E-S in there. It's, it, that's not how it's spelled, mischievous. They're literally... I am Googling this. I cannot with you. Mischie... <laughs> oh, there's not an I! Mm-hmm. Mischievous. No way. I, I've been saving, saying it mischievous my whole life. Poem. A poem? <laughs> Do you say poem? Yes, poem. No, it's a poem. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that, again, that's one of those that just sounds, I don't want to say stupid, but it just sounds really weird. Oh, says Miss Lawyer. Handkerchief. <laughs> you have no idea what I just said, do you? No, I know what you said. I just don't know how I say it. <laughs> do I say handkerchief or do I say handkerchief? <laughs> Both sound Handkerchief. No. I just call it a bandana and move on with my life. Fair enough. Asterisk? Uh-oh. Guys, I promise I know how to spell, but I definitely say asterisk. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, in parts of the Northeast, it's pronounced asterisk. Asterisk. Yep. Yeah, the way you say it. I know it. how to, like, I know the S comes before the K, but I'm incapable of saying it like that. Like, it has to have an X on the end. Insurance. Insurance. Hmm. Like, insurance. My car, car insurance. insurance. I put the emphasis on the middle. Health insurance. Insurance. I think it's interchangeable for me. Like, insurance policy. Versus car insurance. No, they're they're the same. So it's I don't know. Root. Root. R O U T E. Oh wait, no. I thought you meant the bottom of a plant. I say that route. Like Route 66. Mm. Route 66. Wait, where See, it's always Route 66 down where down south. Who who says root like for that word? Southerners, apparently. No, like a root is the bottom of a plant. A route is a road. There is some confusion, but the spelling's different. You know, route. You know how you go to Sonic and order a Route Forty Four. Okay, wow, that was really okay. <laughs> garage. Garage? No, garage. <laughs> you, you said garage. I said garage. Like I said, j instead of j. No, it's a j. 
garage. A garage, like. No, it's not like a hard ending for me. It's like, Hmm. hey, can you go out to the garage and get me this thing? Anyway, let's conclude. Yes. I think we've learned that different places come out with really different people. (laughs) Honestly, it's, it's really interesting. Just the different ways we pronounce things. I think understanding the different locations and having a pretty good idea of what places have and what you need for your production is really important with finding a location and finding a location that's interesting. Also, travel is fun. That's related to this, you know. Yes. We've covered a lot. This has been probably one of our longest rabbit trails in post-prod history, but Oh yeah. completely worth it. We started it. with location scouting and got to and ended with regional dialect. Yes. <laughs> oh man. It's so fascinating though. Linguistics is fun. Yes. Traveling is fun. Locations are fun. We love to see it. Even though you can't really travel very much right now, highly recommend it. Like maybe make a list of like top five places you want to travel. Maybe even just top three places you want to travel at least once in your life and just do it when you can. Yeah. Give yourself that experience as soon as you are able. Yeah, now is the time to save up for those trips and travels. And you benefit a lot from learning from other cultures. Not so much in America, but... (laughs) Right. So, if you want more content from us, be sure to give us a follow on Spotify, and be sure to update your Spotify app so you can get notifications for whenever we upload to Spotify. Also, our Apple Podcast listeners, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe or whatever it is button (laughs) to get the idea, and leave us a rating and a comment. Uh, Let us know what you think. Join the post-prod posse. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, you could just tag us on Instagram, share this episode, let us know what words you pronounce differently from us, or like whose side you take in some of these (laughs) debates, linguistic debates. Yes. And if we landed on your Spotify wrapped this year, this is just a reminder. Let us know. Please let us know, because not only does it make our days... It also connects us with you, which is super awesome because we love knowing who's listening. It makes this feel more like a conversation between us and you than mm-hmm. just between me and Kiri. And you can also check out our website, postprodpod.com. You can find full episodes on there and a few and a little bit of extra content as well. Yes. Uh, without further ado, this has been the Post Production Podcast. Goodbye. Deep in the heart of Texas. 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 Goodbye now. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 